Well, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Aren't you glad? Uh, you know what? I'm glad that happened because <laughs> that's happened to me several times. He's done a whole sermon and I had it on standby and I thought, oh no. <laughs> oh, anyway, I'm, yeah, yeah. I just, let's just say happy birthday to Tara. Oh. For the, because it will go out to her. Amen. So, Happy, happy birthday, Tara. Happy birthday, Love Tara. You. God Love you. you. <laughs> Thanks for being a great, great child of God Amen. and a wonderful grandmother. Amen. Praise and a God. wonderful child. We love you, honey. Amen. Yes. yes. And I, and this is really good today. And so I'm sitting back there and I'm saying, okay, Lord, I'm listening. We need a place to meet. But, Lord, what do we do? Do we need to fill this up first? So that's where I'm at, the calling them in to hear. And there are, and, but we are also calling in pastors, shepherds after God's whole, his heart for all of the churches in this area. We really, really, really are. That would be the greatest blessing that could happen that this whole area would explode and overflow into the all the other areas Amen. in this whole earth. And Gary is so right. The devil really, excuse me, he really thinks he's got it this time. But you know what? He does not. This is just only, it's almost like God in, and is laughing. It's in Psalms 2. And he laughs. He is up there laughing, and I do believe what the prophets say. I do. God is just letting them, sh and all their arrogance and all this, he's letting them expose themselves, truly, because this evil has been going on for so long, and we were blind to it. I was blind to it. Praise the Lord. So thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Glory to God. I'm going to lay a couple little foundational things, and then I'm going to move into some other things. And I think I put out a little ad that said, come and some about learn, learn how to operate your faith or something, because that's where people are right now. We need to get a foundation in this. And I say we because we all do. Uh, we have to work at it every day. But I want to start in Genesis. And we'll cruise through a few things here as a foundation. So let's go to Genesis chapter 2. Need just one scripture here. But in verse 7 it said, and the, Lord, the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. If you open up your Amplified Bible, if you have one, you'll see that that also says man became a speaking spirit. Check it out if you have an Amplified, but that's what it really meant. God, man became a speaking spirit. Why is that important? Well, because that was, when he breathed into that, he breathed two things into that man. Now, you know, sometimes they dust to dust and so on. Well, actually pouring him out of the dust and so on, but what he put in there was soul and spirit. The word breath means soul and spirit. That's why Adam was able to have this incredible uh, ability to name all the fish in the pile and the animals. 
It was breathed into him instantly. How'd you like to have that in your life? Yes. But see, we don't have that, and I won't get into that today, but uh, when I've taught this a lot, it's, it's to show people why in Romans 12, too, they have to renew their minds. Because once we get born again, we've got that spirit working for us, but our souls are not renewed. So I'll leave that alone today because that's a whole other teaching. But it's, it's a powerful teaching that helps us know why we, we get born again and we don't know everything. We don't know much at all regarding born again spiritually. Uh, we only know what the world taught So we have to renew our minds. Okay, so now let's jump into John 3.3. And this is really quick, but it's a set of foundation for some things. Uh, uh, most of you probably, a lot of you are familiar with what uh, the incident in John 3.3, 3, but Nicodemus came to Jesus by night. He was a ruler of the Jews, but he didn't want anybody to know that he was going to seek this guy that they thought was the enemy, <laughs> Jesus. So uh, anyway... He asked, uh, he asked this question, Rabbi, do you know that you are a teacher come from God for no man? We know that you're a teacher come from God for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. And Jesus said, most assuredly I say to you, unless you are, unless you, uh, are born again, or said, unless you, can, he is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You must be born again, then he says. My point in verse 5 then is, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of the water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So, why do we want to know this? Well, because you see, after uh, Adam sinned and everything and gave it all up, there was no relationship with God. That was severed in the garden when he sinned. Well, when Jesus came back and died for us by his blood, he brought us back into that relationship. How? Two ways. The water. What was the water? The water was the cleansing. And by the way, it's not water baptism. Water in the Spirit means there was a cleansing. All your sins are forgiven. They're wiped out. They're gone. But then he's also you must be born by the Spirit. That Spirit word is pneuma. I've thought about this quite a bit, but there's an important reason I'm bringing this all back. Penuma is the breath of God. You get born again and say, Jesus, come into my life. Not only are your sins wiped out with the, the cleansing, but all of a sudden the Spirit of God is in your life. Amen. And you're back there where you have an empowerment that if you've been born again quite a while, you may not know that's there. But I said that because I want you to know when you speak things and we get into some of this stuff, you need to know why there's power in that. You're not just a, you're just not any clump of flesh. You get born again, you're a powerful spirit being. You are a talking spirit, right back where God planted, Adam dumped it in the garden, but we got it back through Jesus. Amen. Isn't yes. that great? Yes. Amen. Somebody amen. say amen. That's great. <laughs> amen. Did that change your life today? It might. It might change your life because when you get a hold of that, you know, people might browbeat you over certain things and all that. Uh, and all of a sudden you say, well, you know what? There's a reason for watching what I say. <laughs> because when I say some things, uh, it's like my friend uh, talking about our, our messages. You know, we we look around and, and we haven't had any great big meetings. He says, God, I guarantee you have no idea where the Word of God goes when we preach on the day of the No idea. And that's for all of us. Whether we're talking to somebody around the block or your brother, 
or somebody. We have no idea the impact of the, of the words that come out of a spirit being. Amen? Isn't that good? Well, it's so good, I'll preach it sometime. <laughs> now, let's go to... Um, I need to get into this. We were talking, Sandy introduced it last time about the, uh, or she just telling that the weapons of our warfare uh, are not carnal, but they're mighty through God and pulling down our strongholds. So uh, I, I thought since she introduced it last time and I never got there, I would go into something about these weapons. Because see, these weapons have everything to do with what I just said. The fact that when what's behind them is the Spirit of God working through us. And I'll tell you what, when we're talking about a, a World Health Organization, I know I'm on video right now, we got all those people, including our own leaders, that have signed off this nation, yeah. but you see, they sure forgot to talk to God about this. That's right. They did. Yes. But see, you and I can remember to talk to God about this and yes. get our petitions in there. There's the first word I want to talk about. Petitions. So let's go to Philippians 4, 6. In Philippians 4, 6, uh, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. <coughs> With thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. Now what that word supplication also has to do with is, well, just keep your finger right there. I don't know why I need it for this. I don't need it. If I need it, I'll go get it. Uh, go, to, uh, go to James, right after Hebrews. So we're gonna we're gonna chew on this a little bit. In James 5:16, James 5:16, we're talking about first of all, uh, we can back up here a little bit. We're talking about uh, uh, verse 13. If anyone among you is suffering, let him pray. If anything cheerful, let him sing songs. If anyone among you is sick, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And he, and if he's committed sins, he'll be forgiven. Okay, but the point is verse 16. <coughs> Confess your trespasses to another, or your sins. And pray for one another that you may be healed. Now here's the right. I want you to get this. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The Amplified even does even better with that. The earnest heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. Amen. Dynamic in its working. What's a righteous man? Some people think that's somebody that never sinned, but no. A righteous man is somebody in right standing with the Father through the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm a born-again man. I'm a righteous man. The Bible says so. Amen. 
whether my faith is dirty or face is dirty or not, it doesn't matter. I'm righteous. Amen? Amen. We're righteous through the blood. Yes. And it says here that the heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man, the born again, child of God, a believer, makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Now let's back up a, a bit here. It's it talks about fervent. We're talking about supplications. We're talking about petitions. There's some attorneys here today that have been watching across the globe, many attorneys. They know what a petition is. I looked it up. A petition is to make or present a formal quote to an authority with a respect to a particular cause. A lot of times when we go into prayer, I, I've been taught this and I've used this over the years a lot, is that we need to state our case. Why are you here? We're before the Father. We have every right to go to the throne of grace, the Bible says. Through the blood, through the day, we're authorized to be in the presence of God. Amen? Is that right? We're authorized to be there. We're authorized to bring forth our prayers and supplications. We're authorized to use these petitions. Well, why are you here? Here's the correction. A lot of people, when they go to prayer, they, they start out, I listen to them and say, Oh, God, do you know how bad it is down here? You have no idea, God, how bad it is down here. You've heard it all the time. Aunt Nellie's sick. I mean, gosh, we had a car wreck the other day. Um, you know, somebody's house broke. Do you realize, God, how bad it is? That's not a petition. A petition is where you say, God, look, there, I want to bring forth to you right now today in Jesus' name. There's, some, there's a group that plans to take away our nation. I stand with you, Lord. You, you found this nation. You set us here in Jesus' name. You set us here for this nation to serve you, to be your, the apple of your eye, to support your nation of Israel, and also to, to, to take this gospel everywhere. Now, God, I don't think for a minute that you want to give this up to, to Lucifer at this time. Amen. Am I right, God? Not yet. Now, we're talking about a court of heaven. Yes. Are we not? Yes, we are. Now, that's a prayer. Now, it may be, uh, let's bring it down to today. You know, well, uh, Lord God, in Jesus' name, I, my uh, my child has been ill for uh, uh, several days, and I've come to you many times, and in Jesus' name, we're going to ask you right now, uh, we need that child. That's a good, good child you gave us. That's a blessed child. I mean, that's a wonderful child, intelligent, and already serving you, loves you in Jesus' name. Now, devil, you don't think for a minute we're going to give that one up to the devil, do you? Now we're talking to God, are we not? So in Jesus' name, Father, we just present this to you. And I ask, I ask right now, Father, for the stripes of Jesus to operate in my child in Jesus' name and heal her instantly. Amen. Or heal her. <clears throat> now that's a petition. You see, why am I teaching this? Because we need to get grounded in the reality of this. Now you can slip over to Isaiah 43 real quick if you want to. I want you to. Because I want you to see. I always want you to see these things. You know I have a Bible with you. Go home and open up your Bible and look at them. I mean, uh, one of the secrets for me is I look at these things all the time. Meditate the Word day and night. How do you meditate it? You look at it. Get your eyes on it. You speak it out. And uh, but here in verse uh, chapter forty-three of Isaiah, and here's God speaking. He said, "I, even I, am He who blocks out your transgression for my own sake." God wants us clean for His sake. We're His kids. 
Where's children? Where is glory? Do you know that? Do you ever think about that? Where is glory in the earth? Glory to God. And I will not remember your sins. Verse 26. Put me in remembrance. Amen. Let us contend together. It's a petition. It's court. Standing before the Lord. Let us contend together. Amen. State your case that you may be acquitted. Or justified. Amplified also says, proof right. See, bring your case to the Lord like that. Don't just, I mean, that's why uh, I think, you know, Lord, I, it just, Lord won't let me off the hook because as far as teaching the people because I want people to get a hold of this because this is called empowerment. 